Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet Shabbat Daf Pei Vav Amud Aleph. About to take a look at Mishnah Gimel and Mishnah Dalid of this, the ninth parak, uh, which will conclude the series of uh, allusions to halachot found in Psukim spread throughout Tanakh. Uh, we will find uh, three of them in the uh, in the f- first of these Mishnayot, and then a fourth in Mishnah Dalid. And when we are conclude, when we conclude this sugya, then we will go back to the theme of shiurei hotzaah. Um, however, this uh, the opening halacha here will open up the door, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, to a series of very well known agadot relating to matan Torah, as we will see, and that will occupy uh, the bulk of the next two podcasts after this one. This one we will focus on the halachic aspect. How do we know that if a woman has shichvat zera come out of her, even on the third day from having had bia, that she is still tmea, meaning it extends all the way to the third day, which could mean up to 72 hours from having bia, the shichvat zera still has a deen of tum'ah, and if it comes out of the woman, she is tmea as a ba'alat carry, as it were, at Matan Torah, God enforced a separation of three days. Uh, so, and the assumption here is that that is to make sure that by the time the third day came and God's presence uh, became manifest at Har Sinai, that everyone would be tahor. How do we know that if a child's third day from his milah comes on Shabbat, meaning that his milah was on a Thursday, that we can wash him even in hot water. Uh, In the story of Shechem, the people of Shechem were in excess pain on the third day from the milah, and that's the day that Shimon and Levi led the massacre. What is the source for the idea of putting a red scarlet, scarlet ribbon between the horns of the goat that gets sent out on Yom Kippur, God says in the Nishayahu, uh, if your sins are as scarlet, I will whiten them like, like, uh, like snow. In the next Mishnah, how do we know that anointing oil on you is tantamount to drinking on Yom Kippurim? Even though there's no proof, there's still an illusion. And it will come like water into him and like oil onto his bones. So those two seem to be compared. Okay, back to the first issue of Paletet. So, as we will see in the 19th parak, the uh, source for the idea that the third day is uh, the the uh, key day for the pain of the uh, of the child is sourced in Rabbi Lazar Azariah, and as we will see immediately, Rabbi Lazar Azariah does not agree that Paletet on the third day is Tmeat. The equal He says that Paletet on the third day is Tahara, because the Shichvat Zera becomes no longer Shichvat Zera sooner than that. So So somebody who's not willing to say that our Mishnah is a composite, Tanarisha Torah will actually read the word Tahara in the first part of the Mishnah. 
He'll say the whole thing is somebody who's comfortable saying that our Mishnah is a collection of different Tanaim. Therefore, the first one about Shpoletet is Rabbanan against Rabbanan Azariah. We'll see which specific Rabbanan. And the one about Milah is Rabbanan Azariah. Tana Rabbanan. Poletet Shechazer Miyomers Tashit Tehorah There you see it. The Poletet on the third day, Koran Rabbanan Azariah, is Tehorah. And Ona, if you remember from Masachet Nida, is a twelve-hour uh, period, or should we say, day or night? So Mashmuel says sometimes Shichvatzera is still metame only after four onot, sometimes five, and sometimes six, depending on at what time of day she had bia, because he gives it a strict hour amount. Rabbi Kiva Omer Leolam Chamesh. It's always five onot. But if it was a little bit into the first onah that she had shishit. So he does also read it as an hour thing, and Rabbi Kiva says it's sixty hours. Okay, I'm Rabban Kamedu Papa. I'm Papa the Rava. We understand Rabban Azaria holds Kirabanan. Now what this is referring to is a very famous Machloket, which we will fully get into in the next podcast. Machloket between Rabbiosa and Rabbanan on how many days of separation there were between uh, the command being given and Matan Torah. And it all starts with the question of what day of the week was uh, was Rosh Chodesh, Sivan that year, uh, everybody agreeing that Matan Torah happened on a Shabbat, and that it either happened on the 6th or 7th uh, of Sivan. Uh, so now, Ramanan, Damri Muhammad Avid Prisha, that Moshe did Prisha on Thursday, and so Rabbi Lozman Azariah holds that way. Therefore, on Shabbat, which would have been now the third day from Prisha, they're Torah. So even if a woman had be on Thursday, and then they separate if she had Poletet uh, on Shabbat, not a problem. Rabbi Shmuel Korbiyosin, Rabbi Shmuel, who says it's longer, could be as much as six, which means three days. He says, Korbiyosi, the Rav Arbavid Prisha, who says that Moshe did Prisha on Wednesday, and therefore you had the third day from Wednesday would have been Friday, waited till Shabbat. Al Rabbi Kiva, come on. Who's Rabbi Kiva's position, which is 60 hours? Who does that follow? Leolam Kurbiosi, Yolza Kurbiosi, Kurbavada Barava, Moshe Vashkama, Alam Ashkamayarad. Then Moshe, every time that he went up to Harsinai, in those several times, uh, in Parakutet and Parakhafdalad, went up first thing in the morning and came down first thing in the morning. Ashkama, Alad, Dichtiv, Ashkama, Shabbokri, Al Harsinai. It says he got up early in the morning, went up. Bashkamaya, right? He came down. God said to him, "Go down and come back up." So Makisha the two were compared. Just like going up was first thing in the morning after So he would go down, which means he would stay overnight and come down. So therefore, So why did Moshe have to tell Bnei Israel on Wednesday, according to Rabbi Kiva, to do prisha? It's already into the day. Bnei Israel do not have bia during the day because they are holy people, and therefore there's no reason to tell them to separate today. You could have waited till later in the day and just to make sure that that night they don't have bia. The answer is mutar. If it's a darkened house, it's mutar. It's not an issue of time but of light. Right, so famous statement that a Talmud Chacham, who knows how to do these things, can uh, cover himself in his blanket so that it's totally dark there.
All right, now we go to another question, which is meaning let's say that a woman had Bia on uh, Wednesday, right? And so, or let's say, she had Bia on Thursday, and she was that first thing Shabbat morning, and went to the mikvah. But that means Matan Torah happened, or she had, we should pull out that Friday night, and went to the mikvah Shabbat morning, she's a Tfulat Yom. Right? So, by Ravin, Ravchin and Ravin, there were Tavayun, now Torah, the Tful Yom, that the Torah was given to people who were Tful Yom. Tful Yom, remember somebody who goes to the mikvah during the day and is waiting for nightfall. Yatid Meremar, Kamar Hashmat, Meremar quoted, Meremar quoted this, Amar Ravin, Meremar, Meremar asked him, not Kamarta, or Riyah Kamarta. Do you mean the Torah was actually given to Tful Yom? Or it was fit for Tfuleyom. I meant it was fit for them. Why didn't they just go to the mikvah Friday at the end of the day and get the Torah Friday night? Why wait for Shabbat morning? God says, I did not speak to B'nai Israel in secret, meaning at night. It had to be during the day. So let them go to the mikvah in the morning on Shabbat. You know, it's again, allow them till Thursday. And let them get the Torah later on that morning. So we shouldn't have a weird scenario where while some people are going to the mikvah, other people are getting the Torah. We want everybody to be clean the same day. He said that this entire dispute about four or note or five or note, that's Rabbi Shmuel versus Rabbi Akiva. You need a full six onot, 72 hours. Says the machloket about shichvat zera is only if it came out of a woman. If it came out of the man, meaning when it originally came out of the man, it's tamay as long as it's moist, and that's it. Meitir Rav Sheshed, Rav Sheshed had the following challenge. Is tamei to uh, begadim. I prod the shikvat zera she sucha as opposed to shikvat zera that's already smelling bad, which means pretty much as soon as it's come out, it's no longer really shikvat zera. So my love shaper shaminayish is not talking about coming from the man. Lo shaper shaminayishat means that it was in a woman and it came out of her even a couple of days later. Then, depending how long it is, it's sucha. Bar Papa, Shechot Zerah, Shel Yisrael, V'mei Nochrit Ma'u, a question that we dealt with earlier, uh, which is, what happens if a Jew has relations with a non-Jew? Is the Shechot Zerah in her have the same time frame for Polete? Yisrael, the Digim Mitzvot, you could say that a Jewish woman who's always anxious because of Mitzvot, Chavel Gufay, who maybe it destroys the Shechot Zerah within 60 or 72 hours or 48 hours, whatever the Shechot is, but non-Jews don't have that anxiety, so therefore they're calmer, and therefore maybe it doesn't destroy it as quickly. But maybe because they eat anything, and if you take that argument, what if you would have zera inside of an animal? A woman has a prosdor, meaning that tube that goes into the to the, the vaginal canal, perhaps there's no difference, and the answer to all of that is teku. Okay, we'll pick it up in the next podcast, the beginning of the uh, of the Magadot, about Matan Torah, but as you can see in the very first line, we got the Aserat that he brought, God came to Harsinai and spoke on the 6th of Sivan, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shiv Abba, Rabbi Yossi says it was the 7th, we'll analyze their Machloket, 
and of course that all comes down to the issue of Prisha, uh, along with several other drashot. Okay, I'll pause at this point, pick it up in the next podcast, in time we should have a wonderful day.